Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Exploring Awesome. I'm Jim Kellner. Each week, I explore tips, tricks, and strategies to help you and me to live a more awesome life. Today, I'm really thrilled to have on again uh, author um, and a whole list of credentials, actually, uh, Tracy Maxfield. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show, Tracy. Thanks for having me back, Jim. I'm really happy to be back. Let me just apologize to the uh, listeners. We do have a little bit of a delay. Sorry, that's the internet. Uh, that's the way it goes. So there's a bit of a delay there. So uh, just uh, stick with us, if you will. We've got some, and I want to invite you to go back and listen to the first part of this interview with Tracy. She talks um, uh, about her journey with depression, the bullying, the workplace bullying that she encountered. And uh, today we're going to focus on strategies to help you and, and even family members, friends to get through um, and hopefully get some healing from this uh, really devastating and, remember, folks, life-threatening illness. Uh, Tracy, can you give us a quick uh, quick bio for the people that didn't listen uh, last time? Um, so, um, originally born in Wales in the United Kingdom, uh, became a nurse, moved to Canada, uh, always had a passion for uh, dementia care has have worked primarily in the dementia care and aged population arenas in all aspects of nursing. Um, about four and a half years ago, um, was promoted to a higher level position where I was working a very stressful job. During which time, my superior. Um, started to give me more tasks, but at the same time, I uh, started some of the bullying tactics, which lots of people are familiar with. That exacerbated over the years until everything came to a head in 2015. And after a meeting on August 20th, 2015, the uh, tactics employed at the meeting were so horrendous and horrible that I literally um, had a nervous breakdown. I fell down the rabbit hole um, and what the medical professionals call it, depressive episode. Um, I was all alone. I had no family um, or partner. And so despite having previous um, depressive episodes in the past, nothing kind of prepared me for this one um, with the emotional, cognitive and physical uh, challenges that came with it and I literally had to learn to fight to get out of the rabbit hole. I wrote the book because I didn't want anyone else going through depression to think that what they're going through is abnormal and that they're alone. I want to let them know that everything they're experiencing is a normal part of the depression process and that with help and support and strength, they absolutely can make it out of the darkness. Excellent. You know, um, and I got to say, I, I love this idea of letting people know that they're not alone. Um, you know, before I started working in hypnotherapy, I had no idea uh, the amount of people that were suffering from depression, anxiety, low self-esteem. 
Uh, I mean, people that you think have it all together, um, you know, they look great, they're, they're successful, um, you know, and, and uh, wonderful families. It doesn't seem to matter. Um, and, uh, and so I think it's, yeah, I think it's important that we don't, you know, just think, you know, oftentimes I think we think of these things, the, uh, the depression, that sort of thing is, especially if you're someone who hasn't suffered from it, uh, you may think it's like, well, it only happens, you know, because you're, you've got a, a negative attitude or because you got fired from mm-hmm. a job or divorced or something like that. Mm-hmm. And all of those do contribute as, as you, as you can testify to, they do, yeah. um, you know, um, situational depression, but for a lot of people, there's absolutely no reason for it. There doesn't seem to be a reason on the outside. You know, it's all internal. Um, so I think it's really absolutely. important that we get the message out there. Um, so, you know, we, we talked before about, the, uh, about, about your journey through this. And I got to invite everyone, please check out Tracy's book. Head over to her website, Tracy Maxfield. That's T-R-A-C-E-Y. I kept misspelling it. It's T-R-A-C-E-Y. <laughs> Hopefully I corrected it. But T-R-A-C-E-Y, uh, Maxfield, M-A-X-F-I-E-L-D.com. Uh, not only are you going to find her book, which is available now, I understand, on Audible, for those of us that uh, that don't like to uh, sit down with a book and we don't have time for it, we don't make the time. Um, <laughs> um, although, as I told Tracy, I'm actually uh, trying to get my attention span back by sitting down and reading a book, and this was my first, my first step with it. Um, but I do want to let everyone know, so go over to her website. Not only are you going to find out where to get the book, because you can get it everywhere now. I mean, uh, if you just look uh, Escaping the Rabbit Hole by Tracy Maxfield, it's a it's a really really easy read and it's a it's a it's just a great book and uh, she's also at her website has got some articles over there and uh, even articles on how to help your kids if they're if they're uh, going through this uh, kind of thing. So Tracy, in your book, you talk about uh, about a, doing a lot of different things as far as self care. There was the coloring and the and uh, you know the uh, the bike rides, which I found phenomenal. Wow. Um, she went through like what two hours <laughs> through the yeah. mountains. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so, could you tell us? You know, and like we were just talking about earlier. Here's the thing: if you're somebody on the outside, and you don't, and you you haven't have been there. Uh, some of the things we're going to talk about for for your depressed loved one are going to seem like the most difficult thing in the world. They're going to seem impossible, in fact. Mm-hmm. And so, and and if you're in that place. Because believe me, I've been there. I've been in that really dark place, and so has Tracy. It's absolutely important, though, and and I will tell you that that it does get better. That's a cliche, but it does get better. Tracy, mm-hmm. what would you tell people yeah. who are in this place right now, or or friends, family members that know someone's in that place right now? What would you tell them? Well, firstly, I would tell them, don't lose hope. As horrible as it seems right now, if you're in the midst of this darkness, don't lose hope. But what is really important for you to remember, even if you're lying there thinking, this is hopeless, there is no future, I can't go on, you have to do some self-care. You have to do Mm -hmm. some self-care to get the confidence and the strength to get out of that chair or out of that bed and work towards healing. Certainly, counseling, medications are going to help you in that very acute hurdle that if you don't do something yourself, you're not going to get through this. And so self-care, 
don't think it means going on vacation or going out with friends. In those early stages, it's something as simple as getting and it's showering. It's, It's cleaning your teeth. Now, there may be people that are laughing going, well, you know, we kind of do those automatically. Really? What's the big deal? <laughs> well, right? What people don't realize is when you are so debilitated by this depression, and it's not just in everything that's going on in your brain, in your head, it's the physical exhaustion and pain and heaviness. Like to even walk in those early stages is an effort. I actually crawled for the first five days. I was so weighed down by what I called cement boots and cement shoulder pads but it's mm-hmm. going and saying okay I know I've been in been bed all day and it's seven o'clock at night but I am taking a shower and what would normally take a five or a five minute shower may actually take you 30 minutes but you do it and that is a sense of accomplishment it is something as simple as it's going to take me 20 minutes to clean my teeth sounds insane it's not because everything seems like you're on an automatic pilot and it's like slow motion but I'm going to comb my hair and then you go I did it that is your sense of accomplishment it really is and It's families encouraging them, not brushing their hair for them. It's families encouraging them, okay, so today just brush your teeth. Get out of bed, brush your teeth, and then simple things. Walk outside or stand by an open door or window and just breathe the air. Just feel sun on your face or rain on your face. I mean, I went out, it was snowing. I poked my tongue out and felt snowflakes on my, t- on my <clears throat> tongue. It's, it's just trying to get the brain to think a little differently because if you allow it to believe you're inert and immobile and you're suffocated by the darkness, it will continue to let you go back down into that darkness. And the further down you go, the less uh, eager you are to heal and the more you get drawn to that point where you're contemplating death may be the only option and so you have to fight it is a fight it, I'm, sh- I'm sure you can attest to this Jim it is a battle you, you are battling for your life you really are and those are, those are the starters it's that simple thing get out of bed try and eat three meals a day Take your medication, see your doctor, go to therapy. Those are your starting points. And then as you start to feel a little stronger, that's when you then move to, like, you listen to music. Music that you've always enjoyed, not sad music or heavy booming music, because what you're going to find is too much noise and too much stimulation actually makes you worse. It almost aggravates your your thinking process and it's your brain almost starts buzzing and you can't you can't think things through and so it's maybe even I did I I was an excellent organizer I never needed to have lists but I found that I had to do to do lists and so it's take your pills have breakfast take a shower 
do the laundry, wash the dishes. And you're not going to take all those off in one day. If you can put a line through one or two, that actually is awesome. And for any friends or a partner or family that are present, that are supporting you, that is words of encouragement. It's like, awesome, you actually did that because people that don't have depression, the, the challenge of even having the energy to stand in front of the sink and wash the dishes without just wanting to throw your hands in the air and walk away and crawl back into bed is huge. And so it's, it's those things. I mean, I, I colored books. I colored insanely because it, it just stops the rumination and the negative thoughts in your brain. It's a distraction. You may do crossword puzzles. I go for easy crossword puzzles. I, I sat down to do the National Post crossword puzzle, and it took me five hours. Now it takes me 20 minutes, but it took me five hours. And it was like, you know, because, because yeah. you, you just don't think properly. A nice warm bath. Self-care is something that makes you feel good because you've done it. Write in a journal. Write your thoughts. Write Absolutely. Your let me jump in there. Let me, ju- let, me, let, me, let me just jump in there real quick, Tracy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, let me just jump in there real quick because you said some things that, that, uh, that I, I found that really resonated with me. Um, you know, it, it's funny you talk about this, this idea of, uh, even taking a shower to somebody who's never been in that kind of a place uh, seems like a no-brainer. Duh, you'd take a shower. But I can remember, actually, um, you know, when I first started getting healthier, I was 270 pounds, and I, you know, and, and, and just thoroughly depressed, not just about the weight, but a lot of other things. The weight probably was brought on by the depression. Um, but I remember one of the things was that, that uh, and my, I, I do a morning routine, and I just kind of got back onto it this last week. I hadn't been doing it for a while, but uh, – I find I'm so much more successful all day long when I do this, just these four or five things in the morning. But uh, the morning routine for me actually started back then. And one of the things on my list was take a shower. Um, and it was one of those things mm-hmm. I could check off. And because, um, yeah, it, it does seem like, you know, why bother? I'm not going anywhere anyway. So, you know, uh, why take a shower? Um, why brush my Absolutely. teeth? I mean, these are the kind of things. Um, and I would like to just I, I ask people, you know, if you've got a, a child or a, um, a loved one, any kind of a loved one or friend that's, that's going through this, I really ask for you to imagine what it would be like if they had a broken leg or if they're, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they had some other kind of a, a physical illness. Because otherwise it's kind of hard, you know, to, to kind of understand because it is sort of an invisible illness. You look at them and go, well, you're fine. Why can't you get up and, and do this? Um, uh, I do want to invite everyone to, to uh, if you're listening today, uh, we are recording live on Wednesday, the 20th of June, 2018. It's about 11.15. If you're listening right now, you can call in and talk to Tracy. The number to do that is 347-855-8711. Again, that's 347-855-8711. And uh, please share this episode with your friends, your family. We really appreciate that. And, of course, you are listening to Exploring Awesome with Jim Kellner. Tracy, let's talk to you about, so when you're in that kind of a place and you talk about having hope, 
but what kind of hope? Because in the in some of those times, it doesn't seem like uh, anything's worth worthwhile, worth living for. Like maybe the world would be better off without you anyway. Absolutely, and it's hope is different to everybody, but it's it's thinking of if you can for a moment, and you do get those periods. If you are better, what would you like to do? Mm. And that kind of gives you that sense. Some people have said, um, if they had young children, if they didn't have depression, they would love going for a walk to the beach or taking their Mm -hmm. kids to the playground and being with them when they were on the swings. That is your hope. Um, When you have depression, you really have to take control of your life. It's, it's, and it sounds weird because you think everything is out of control. And this is where it's kind of the reverse psychology of, I, right, right now I'm going through this. I'm trying my hardest to get through this, but it's going to take time. It's not suddenly, you're not going to wake up one morning and it's gone. You're not going to take the pills and it's gone. Three sessions with a psychologist or a counselor and it's gone. And so you have to take control of your life. The taking control is the getting out of bed, having a shower. And so as you start taking control of your life, it gives you more of a sense of purpose that, you know what, I'm not going to let this illness beat me down. I'm still going to have really, really, really bad days. But my life at the end of the tunnel is, I want to walk my daughter down the aisle. I want to take my kids to the zoo. I want to go out with my wife for a moonlit walk. I want to go visit my friend who I haven't seen in five years and have coffee. It's, it's and Tracy, excuse me, uh, let me jump in there. Jump, let me jump in there, Tracy. For you, what was, what was, your, what was the thing that you were looking forward to that kept you hopeful? What kept me hopeful, honestly, was sharing my story. Mm, because, I, I mean, as, I as a yeah. nurse, I mean, with an analytical brain, I try to make sense of this depression all the way through it. And my psychologist mm. can attest, I would say, why aren't I better? <laughs> What's going on? And he said, you know, you have to imagine that your brain is really fractured. It's in so many pieces that we're not starting to put the pieces a long time. Some people, their pieces may come together a little bit more quickly and easily. Others, it can, I read an article last night of a woman, seven years, and she's Still, she's out of the acute stage, but the pieces are still gelling together. And even me, I mean, I've had, uh, when Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain's suicides were uh, on TV, I was devastated because it, it reminds you of how they must have felt in the darkness and that the fight is never truly over. You just have to develop the skills and kind of the strengths that you can pull on when you have bad days and you will have bad days, 
but it's kind of just giving yourself permission to, okay, I'm having a really bad day today, tomorrow I'll start again and I'll just do the simple tasks. And yes, routine. I think everyone who's gone through a depression will say routine, like you said, sustains them. I had a routine. It was like my safety net, but it gave me a sense of purpose. And it was like, okay, I've done this. Now I must do that. It also enables you to get through the day so you're not lying there thinking, oh, no, let the bad thoughts take over. And so the hope is whatever drives you. Mine was I hated people telling me I looked so good I couldn't be depressed and give uh, in my book you've read oh you know the 10 10 weirdest things people have said to me and I just (laughs) wanted to shake them and scream but it was like okay I'm I'm stronger I can deal with it what about those that don't some of those comments could have tipped me over the edge and sent me running into traffic Um, and so it was just that sense of I needed to share my story my girlfriend encouraged me because she was like I didn't know this you need to tell other people and the more people I spoke to everyone has either been through depression or knows someone who has had depression or is living with depression and that just motivated me to just be very truthful and honest and raw I mean I bared my soul and because I thought the only way to reach people is to be very honest and truthful about it. So when they read it, they go, oh, yes. Okay, it's not just me. She had it too. We're not alone. Okay, so let's keep going. I will get out of this. And, and that was my motivation. And as I said, some days writing um, some of those posts were difficult. I was actually experiencing, the, you know, the brain trauma, the, the buzzing, the pain as I was writing it. But I thought that was the only way to truly express in the moment what it felt like. Right. So, you know, I, I think that, um, that um, like you say, I mean, everyone's going to have their, their own thing that's going to keep them, keep yeah. them going. And I think I mentioned this in the last episode too. You know, I remember reading somewhere where a lot of like really famous, successful people from the past, Abraham Lincoln being one of them, suffered from depression. And and one of the things that they did to to get through uh, to find hope was just to decide to do good in the world, because it's easy to yeah. look at your life and think ah, I, it has no meaning. There's no there's no reason. You know, the world be better off without me. I'm just a, a drain on resources. Okay. But if you can think about you know, one of the things that I think about is, you know, what can I do for my mom to make her life better, you know, or what can I do for the community? And um, because there's a saying, something like, you know, if you need encouragement, go encourage someone else because it flows through you. You can't help but feel it as well. And I think that that that's one of the things, and maybe that's, maybe that's where the, the, this connection that we've kind of lost in, in uh, over the years now, maybe that's where maybe some of this depression comes from is we're not connecting with people as much. We're not, you know, maybe helping out as much or something. I don't, I don't know, but I, it does seem like either we're talking about it more or it's just, it's just more prevalent than ever before. So, you know, think about that. What good can I do in the world? I just want to remind everyone, we've got about five minutes left. Uh, you are listening to Exploring Awesome. Today's guest is Tracy Maxfield, T-R-A-C-E-Y Maxfield. You can get more information about Tracy at tracymaxfield.com. I want to highly recommend you check out her book, 
uh, actually don't check it out, buy it, buy that book. <laughs> um, and it's uh, <laughs> escaping, escaping the rabbit hole. It's also available on uh, audio and ebook and all that kind of stuff. So, so definitely uh, uh, check that out. If you want to talk to us, you know, you can give us a call. Uh, we're we're uh, broadcasting live on Wednesday, June 20th, 2018. The number to call is 347-855-8711. You can always find this episode and other episodes later at blogtalkradio.com slash exploringawesome. Tips, tricks, and strategies to live a more awesome life. Good Lord, that just sounded like a great big commercial. Sorry, folks. All right. Um, Tracy, we've got about five minutes left, and I know you've mentioned a lot of things that people could do. Um, there was the, the coloring books helped you, the, the journaling, it sounds like, or the blog writing, um, mm-hmm. um, the writing and stuff. Let's, what, what, could, what are two things the, that you think, in your opinion, um, would be the most helpful for somebody who's going through this right now? I think... Hold on, let me, let me just preface that. Aside from, aside from uh, a physician and mental health professional, because I think that's a given. If you're in, in uh, any kind of uh, mid-level to severe depression, you definitely need to be talking to your physician about it. You need to be seeing yeah. uh, some sort of a mental, uh, mental health practitioner. But aside from that, let's talk other self-care. What, what can we do? I think other self-care is talk. Someone that you trust and that will support and understand you on this journey. Mm-hmm. And journaling. I, I mean, I found writing everything down was very cathartic. And you can, you can mm-hmm. write down the bad thoughts even. You can doodle. Um, but my journaling started off trying to make sense out of everything, then writing down the bad thoughts then move into a place where it was okay for every bad I've got to look for something good and so I then I started putting gratitude thoughts down and gratitude thoughts was as simple mm. as going out at, at, to Starbucks and receiving a free um, Americano or um, <laughs> walking right or walking outside and seeing the most beautiful flower and the vibrant colors and it's it's Learning with depression, you have to learn to live in the moment. You have hope mm. for the future, but you can't plan what you're doing in a week or six months or a year. But it's living in the moment and it's appreciating in that moment something good. It's when you are out, it's opening a door. For a stranger, it's helping someone with their groceries. It's little things. It really is little That's things. Great... And as you, and as you feel stronger, you will feel better and you will do more. But it, it's paying it forward in a kind of way. But it is. It's it's the little things. That's a great point, um, you know, Tracy, and I'm glad you said that. You don't have to go out and, and volunteer at the homeless shelter or, um, or you know, go spend uh, hours and hours at, you know, doing this or that, you know, because when you're in that kind of a place, it's, it's pretty tough to do that. But it could be as simple as opening the door for a stranger and giving them a big smile or, or you know, calling your mom and, and, uh, or, or just little things like that to, to brighten someone else's day a little bit. Uh, I think that's a really good point. So, you know, folks, if you're out there, if you're, if you're struggling with depression, 
again, I've, I've been there. I really have. I've been right there on the precipice, uh, ready to go down the, down the hole and end it all. Um, and Tracy's been there too. Uh, please, please feel free to reach out to us. Um, you know, happy to, happy to help talk with you, uh, talk you down maybe from the, from the cliff if, if possible. If you need someone to talk to, you don't have someone, of course, you can contact us. Also the crisis line, um, and, um, shoot, I don't have it available, but it's different in every place. So just, you know, Google crisis line. They actually have a texting line now for all you folks out there like myself that just can't stand to be on the phone anymore. Um, you can text, they'll text you back and, and, uh, encourage you or something. So, um, so Tracy mentioned a lot of things, a lot of things that I think can, can really help you. The two main things she said that were helpful to her, talk to someone and journaling. As always, I want to encourage you, doing a whole lot of things at once is pretty tough, but if you just pick one, you can be successful. Pick one of those things, talk to someone, do some journaling or get a little exercise, whatever. Pick just one to do this week, and, um, and I think you're going to find that you're going to be um, more successful. And, and remember, be easy on yourself. You have an illness. Uh, so if you haven't accomplished all you want to accomplish, you, you, you've got some challenges. Tracy, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. And uh, I just want to remind everyone, you're listening to Exploring Awesome. Uh, live episodes come out uh, nearly every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Please uh, listen live or check out the archive versions at Blog Talk Radio. Hey, if you could do us a favor, please, please, please uh, rate the show. I realize I never ask for ratings, and I don't have any ratings. So please head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever, and rate the show. Give it five, six, seven, 25 stars, whatever. Um, and uh, as always, take care. Be well. Be awesome. Mm-hmm.